on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank Taking our positions on the bridge Hoping for that red fin One pound to put in mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the riverbend But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. Six minutes after four, good morning. Welcome to your Sunday. Happy Sunday, everybody. Mr. Tony Vidray, unfortunately, the case is that Kieran is still caught in the nets. Marine Rescue and the DPI and all the greenies are out there trying to help him at the moment to get him back on deck, but he ain't in the studio today, my friend. Hey, by the way, Mr Vidray, where the hell have you been the last couple of Sundays? I know you did a Sunday afternoon. I was listening He's to that He's having next one. week off too. Is he having next yeah. week? He has more weekends off than you. Isn't that good? (laughs) (laughs) Till weather for today. If you're uh, thinking of heading out, the top of 20 degrees in Sydney, heading up to 25 in Brisbane and scaling as you go up the coast. Yeah, this is winter, people. The forecast... it's not at spring. The forecast, westerly below 10 knots, becoming uh, northeasterly 15 to 10 to 15 knots in the afternoon, then becoming uh, northerly below 10 knots in the evening. That's for Sydney Harbour, Pitwater, and Botany Bay for offshore today, east to north easterly, about uh, 10 knots. The easterly's kicking in already. Nice, nice. Seas below one metre, southerly around one metre will be the spot. Almost, almost, Mr Blake. Almost close to sailing weather. Getting there. Now, yesterday, it is springtime. Everyone's walking around in shorts and T-shirts yesterday up around the shopping centres. It was a beautiful day, wasn't it? Mm. Did you get up to anything exciting? No. No, just Very sat lazy. on the boat. And oh, yeah, went up Nanadale, did a few bits and pieces around the place. But, yeah, no, nothing spectacular. Mm-hmm. I was pretty much the same myself. Yes, going to see Tina Turner show today. Oh, nice. Yes, I've been dragged along there. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got dragged along for my daughter's birthday to see Destiny's Child way back when, right? Yes. And <laughs> the place was full of 14-year-old girls. And all the parents are standing up the back of the room. Interesting, though, one of the lead-up acts <clears throat> was a man who was uh, was being supported by uh, the group Destiny's Child, and more, more specifically Beyonce, and he was having his first Australian appearance. Yes. Bruno Mars. Okay. So it turned out to be a really, really <laughs> good night. But don't tell anyone I said that, will you? No, I won't. Okay. <laughs> the tides for today. There is a high tide in about half an hour, 4.39am, 1.17 metres. A low this morning at 10.08.81. Actually, hang on. I'll put my glass on. I think that could be point. Yeah, Kieran Kier- will be checking you because oh, you yeah, always check him. I know he does. Yeah, that's no, 0.61. 0.61 low at 10 a. 
10.08am, a high at 4.53pm 1.69 and a low this evening at 11.51pm 0.4 of a metre. So a fair amount of water, a metre or so coming in and out? Ah, it's not that much. That's not that much. It's not big tides. It is when the wharf you pull into is uh, 2.2. And you pull 1.8. Yachties. 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 I pay attention to it now. I never used to care. How's <laughs> <laughs> the most vital information I can hear in the morning? Oh, dear. It's a worry, isn't it? Yachties. Uh, <laughs> uh, be interesting. If you had a fish yesterday, give us a call, 13 12 69. We'd love to hear from you, mm. find out what's going on, what's happening. Absolutely. What the reports were up and down the place. At, um, a report from Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's Bait and Tackle at 42 Gordon Street at Port Macquarie. And watch out for sharks up there. It was unfortunate. Yes. Lighthouse Beach, that uh, gentleman being taken there. Yeah, terrible. Mm, not good at all. Okay, the beaches up there. Good tail on Lighthouse and South Beach at Dunbogan. On the rocks, Taylor at Plummer and the Lighthouse. The drum are improving where it's uh, not too sanded up around the uh, Rockies and Shelleys. In the estuary, Luderick reasonable off both break walls at Port, Flathead and Brim in the Hastings. Offshore, there's plenty of long tail tuna close in off like Cat Eye, or like off Cat Eye, not actually off the lake which is most unusual for this time of year. Some nice snapper around the deeper reefs in around 60 to 70 metres. That's been the most consistent area to catch them. What are out the odd yellowfin and striped marlin have been around. That's Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's Bait and Tackle. It is bizarre though, isn't it, when you think about it. Like, you can go out surfing and you can see sharks all day, every day, and they're not interested in you. Then something changes. And I know scientists can't work it out. Why does a light globe blow every now and again? Because it's made of expendable material. But why does it work and then all of a sudden go out? You turn it off and turn it back on, it doesn't work. I know, I'm just saying it's. (laughs) Well, and that's the point. If they knew why sharks uh, turned around, I look, they swear blind. Why does the wife get angry at me all the time? Well. You are getting yourself into a very big hole here. I, that's all right. She's asleep at the moment. Oh, okay. No you reckon you can get and, away and with I'm it? I'm taking her out of the show today too. So. I have got her email address. I that's can take right, her. I'm no, taking her out of the show today. So I've got brownie points up to But um, yeah, they. I, I still still believe that you know great whites will hunt seals, and you're sitting on a board dressed in black. Mm-hmm. Can't be a good thing all the time. But, I, but I've been lucky so far. Touch wood long, may that last, I can yes. assure you, be a horrible, horrible experience. I yes. would think. Not good at all. Be plenty of uh, better ways to to bow out, I would think. I in, don't think in your sleep would be nice. <laughs> There's such a bad line there, I'm not going to go. <laughs> 12 minutes after four. When we come back, we're going to catch up with Greg Reed. Talking Sport, weekdays from three. There's been recommendations that we, we've got to put a statue up in yeah. this. Why? I came fourth. I want to make sure that nobody forgets what our Socceroos did at the World Cup. Only just beaten by the world champions of the men's game. On the statue, saw the Matildas. Yeah. Number four, I think it's a bit of virtue signalling. Weekdays from three. Steve E says, as we're about to go to a break, evening Mr Hughes, or in Spanish, that would be buenas noches, <laughs> senor. <laughs> Thank you, Graham, for yet another tip. Tip on to the soccer bit with the kids. Yeah. One of my mate's kids was, was pretty good, you know, and it costs so much if you're into the reps. Oh, yeah, it's massive. Once you step up, it costs thousands. Listen, I, um, I love you. 
is of the goats of all radio, I reckon. We, we often so talk about anyway. like rather than love, uh, Jim, but anyway. Yeah. Such a strong well, word, love. Love is, I love you. <laughs> this is 2SM. Talking Sport. This is the sound of David finding a bargain on his car insurance. And this is the sound of what that bargain may cost David in the long run. That's right, that's the sound of bargain regret, which can be very expensive. Worried about cheap insurance? Who offers great value cover you won't regret? Amy does. Before buying insurance issued by Amy, read the PDS at amy.com.au and consider whether it's right for you. TMD also available. Your flight centre, night centre, see the starry light centre, cruise centre, tour centre, are you insured centre? Stay young, have some fun, follow the sun, take the plunge, easy done centre, island top, over the top, one stop shop, never stop. Your centre, our centre, Flight Centre. At the centre for 40 years. Flight Centre. G'day, Merv Hughes here. New Farm's been there for Aussie growers for 100 years. Through prosperity and heartache, drought and flame. Through the unprecedented and through innovation. New Farm's high quality crop protection products are formulated right here in Australia. Because Aussie growers are tougher together through choosing Australian. New Farm understands local conditions and the importance for Aussie growers to have the right products at the right time. New Farm, Australian through and through. To learn more, visit newfarm.com.au. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go Fishing down the river again. Welcome back to High Tide. Time to find out how things have been going down the south coast. And to do that, we catch up with the man who's brought to us with the good wishes of ProLuaAustralia.com.au, Greg Reed. G'day, sir. How are you? Oh, very good morning. Not bad at all. Now, Blakey, last week, Mr. Reed announced that at this time of year, he doesn't go fishing because it just doesn't work down where he is. I want to see if that's changed this week because... Oh, that was taken out of context. <laughs> was it? What were yeah. you implying? Um, I don't go fishing in St George's Basin. Anymore. That's it. That's yes. It. I'll, yes. I'll back him on that one. That's what he's, he said before. Yeah. Has yeah. that changed this week at all, my friend? No, <laughs> no it hasn't, mate. No, we've still got... What have we got? A week to go, don't we? Five days or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, nah. But it, it's 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 warming up. Like spring's pretty much here. Nights are still cold. Days are starting to get nice. Um, all the all the you know all the all the blossoms are out on the starting to come out on the trees. So it's shifting. Um, I had a look yesterday afternoon. There's no sort of flatties where where I expect them to be. Like this time of year, they 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 just come up into the shallows. The prawns generally will come out and start to 
be active once we get a couple of degrees in water change. Once we get into sort of, you know, solid double double digits, which yeah. and it kind of hovers between sort of nine degrees and twelve degrees over winter, depending on where you are. And they just got dormant, so we're above that now. We're we're around about sort of thirteen, fourteen degrees now. So it's only another week or so, I reckon. I like I like anywhere between sixteen to twenty. And has 16, that sixteen degrees created any good fishing uh, down your way? Uh, the, the once again, it's just the basin's just dormant. Uh, yeah. But it's really weird because you know I was I was actually chatting to Craig McGill last week, and he got a he got a personal best estuary perch out of out of another system, the Shallow and River, just a little bit north of us here. And um, <laughs> it was 53 centimetres. He got on the clone prawn too. I've com- converted Craig and probably a million other anglers to the clone prawn. Um, yeah, so the other systems up and down from here are quite amazing. You know, mate, I watched, I watched a full-blown male bull seal tear apart a mulloway in brackish water last week. Up a skinny little creek where you're going, what are you doing up here? First of all, it's like, what are you doing up here, mate? Like, it's brackish water. It's, it's cold. And, and then all of a sudden, he's just hit the surface with this, like, metre 10 dew in his mouth. But gone, oh, oh, that's why you <laughs> chased him up there. Yeah, well, the Mulloway, Mulloway push up into the estuaries in winter. And that they will actually sit actively on the um, – and they spawn in the estuaries. So they'll actually sit on that brackish, brackish divergence. And here's, here's a tip for you if you want to chase dewies. It's sort of – it's that last deep hole right on the first confluence of the brackish. So where you start to get that first lot of brackish, the next deep hole downstream from there is generally where they'll hang. And that, and that changes, you know, depending on, on – on, precipitation levels and you know we've had a lot of rain that that obviously that that threshold moves up and down the river and um but you get a lot of jelly prawns like really small prawns right up um right up in the brackish this time of year as well um the perch would have spawned in late july so they've all really pushed right up um the bass are really thinking about once we need a flood well yeah flood would be good but we need a good rain now if we get a good rain in september that's when the bass all the bulk of them really start to run up into the shallows uh shallows into the fresh I'll have another coffee. Um, they'll start to run up into the fresh. So, yeah, look, another week for the basin, but a lot of the estuaries either side of it, right up and down the coast, they're all fishing really well at the moment. No, most of them have all winter. Um, a lot of brim sort of pushed back into the estuaries now. So we've got no swell at all um, or very little swell out the front at the moment. So might might be a good weekend for some luderick or some um, rock drummer, uh, some blackfish or pig, uh, rock blackfish pigs. Um, reports of a few kings around. Um, apparently, the bulk of the tuna have sort of swum off, you know, the out wider here at the moment, as opposed to down south. Um, beaches, beaches will fish pretty good this weekend. We've got late afternoon high tides at the moment. I'll probably like Sunday's tide more towards sunset, um, a bit better. Um, what else? Yeah, all in all, yeah, we're just just waiting waiting for that little you know a couple of warm days now, and um, it'll be game on in the next couple of weeks. Well, it'll it'll improve dramatically in the basin in the next couple of weeks. Um, Jervis Bay is great; it's crystal clear and and fishing pretty well for all the usual stuff at the moment. I tell you what, Greg, it'll improve in my household too if it gets a bit warmer. The missus won't be complaining about the cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of all. 
I don't know, we all sort of hang for winter down here when it happens, but by the end of winter we're ready for spring now. So, But, I mean, the days are, the days are really nice. Um, nights are just still really cool at the moment. But um, if you if you are going to have a little flick off the rocks, I would watch tomorrow after. What have we got? Um, probably maybe even late this afternoon, but certainly by tomorrow afternoon and first thing Monday, we've got a really, really long range um, south swell coming. It might be sort of one to two metres, but this system that it's coming off at, like the centre of this low was nine, I think, um, 9.38 last night and sustained winds of nearly 65 to 70 knots, but it's right on the polar caps um, and well, well, well south. Like, it's out of any conventional, um, um, you know, bomb chart or anything like that. Use Windy TV, and you can see where this Cyclops big big low is. So that's going to throw some really long-range, long-period, um, you know, smallish sort of groundswell into the mix, and they're the ones that sort of get you where it's flat, and then all of a sudden you get a set of, half a dozen waves every half an hour. So that'll be that type of scenario. Um, arriving late, maybe late this Arvo, but I'd, I'd bank on it sort of filling in tomorrow and then holding for early Monday morning. Okay. Other than that, other than that weather, yeah, other than that weather's all really good. It's um, pretty glorious here on the south coast. <laughs> Get in and enjoy it. That's the way yeah, to go. Yeah, we'll and do don't it. forget the pro lures. Don't, don't forget it. Okay. Thanks, Greg. Much all appreciate right. Have a great day. Okay, bye. Greg Reed from down south. Back to more of High Tide soon. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. I was sent out as my first radio interview of a politician and it was Bob Hawkey. Anyway, when the official stuff was over, they called me into this room and there he was and he said, do you want a cup of tea? I said, yes please. He said, get him a cup of tea, Hazel. And we had a good old chat. He was just like you said, he was one of us. Talk tonight has Sydney talking. The no vote is not. Yep. Oh, vote no. Oh, man. You know, yep. I've got to live for now for six months. People are making all these different innuendos and making this mountain out of a molehill from what it really is. If you don't know, vote no, says the no campaign. How dumb do you think we are? Gary Stewart, 18-year-old pussycat. Yes, and I'm feeding seven others, and for six weeks I did not feed those cats, right? Yep. They still do not leave. Oh, they love you. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. If you need help with repairs or maintenance to your strata unit or your commercial building, Network Construction Services could save you a hell of a lot of time and, believe me, a lot of money as well. You might want assistance with things like waterproofing or concrete cancer repairs, which can be a curse. You can find out more by going to networkconstructionservices.com.au or, better still, you can talk to Steve on the telephone if you want to. 98085673. Got it? 98085673. Polaris End of Financial Year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get $2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approved purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think outside. Today it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coach, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an excavator. Or even a power drill. 
<laughs> what is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coates or Bunnings Warehouse. Coates, equipped for anything. Bendix General CT brake pads are the everyday braking solution with stealth advanced technology for smoother, quieter, more comfortable driving. Blue titanium stripe technology eliminates the bedding in process, while noise absorbing shims reduce vibration and noise. For improved stopping performance, low dust, low rotor wear, and enhanced durability, ask for Bendix General CT brake pads at your next service. Bendix, put your foot down with confidence. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. It is 26 minutes after 4 o'clock here on High Tide. Grant Boyden, Alan Blake with you this morning. Kieran Riki on the sick list. Are you at home, bud? He is at home. Yes. He did. He was released for. He was put out on parole yesterday. <laughs> was he put out on parole or get out? <laughs> he broke out. <laughs> the helicopter came over. And <laughs> Ross O'Brien. Good morning. How are we going, Mark? <laughs> Pretty good. I think the nurses tied some sheets together outside his window to help him get out. <laughs> you blokes were on fire this morning. <laughs> <laughs> just coincidentally, just coincidentally, remember that um, that guy that escaped from Silverwater Jail with the helicopter? The helicopter? Yeah. I lived with his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Well, family the place because of stuff. Uh, well, apparently not because he, he was at the time he his brother wasn't with the girl that actually helped him escape, so oh, that didn't last quite oops. quite as long as I don't know how long it lasted. But anyway, that's totally by the by the by. What's happening fishing wise, Mister Mr. Mr. O'Brien? Good, uh, in court yesterday, mate. Oh, good. On the uh, out on the edge of the uh, continental shelf, so oh, good. Um, and the weather today looks spectacular again. More northeast with about ten knots. Seas below one metre. The swell suddenly around one metre inshore, increasing to one to one point five offshore south of Point Perpendicular. So. That makes uh, Kiama a real nice spot to go fishing today. It carries through till tomorrow too, um, so you won't get many tradies at work tomorrow in Kiama. Um, so that, that's that's one side that, that looks good. And what have we got at the moment? Uh, Seven knots from the west. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Four, in fact. Beautiful. Okay, so it's time to get out there, ladies, and have a bit of fun. Absolutely. Where would you uh, recommend they go? Mate, if they're they're not chasing yellowfin, I'd be inclined to go around uh, 30 fathom. Um, You know, there's good flathead through there, good snapper. Um, I don't know about the leather jackets. No one's mentioned them. So hopefully they're not there nipping your gear off. Um... And uh, they've been getting uh, uh, big fish. The big fish are there, but not in good numbers. Only in the usual one or two uh, or three uh, um, a day, which is good. Which is good. Um, the uh, big fish, they're there. 
like there are a few of them yesterday, um, which are absolutely my favourite. Um, one of them, anyway. Um, and uh, Kings up around the Gantry, all the usual spots that I talk about. Um, everyone seemed to be getting fish yesterday. Everyone I spoke to was quite good. So they were all they all had their smiley faces yeah. on instead of their growly faces. <laughs> they all welcomed you. <laughs> oh, here he is. And they're holding up fish everywhere. So, yeah. But uh, out on 67, mate, those um, big tiger players are still there. And they're just getting bigger every year. <laughs> they seem to be increasing. Now, a lot of people just starting out might realise the tiger flathead have got teeth and they don't mind biting you. So be very, very careful. And uh, when you go to take, <coughs> pardon me, when you go to take the hook out, just be very, very careful. Um, they also got a spike on the back end of them too. that doesn't help you around the gills. So just, just treat them a little bit different to the ones you catch inside. Um, and they're, they're getting real good sizes out there, real good. So plenty of meat on them, mate. Um, the boys on the beaches have been going all right. They're getting um, drummer along the front, so that's good. The little uh, sand hole near the pool, it's been working. There's a few good flathead and some good snapper have come out of there of late. So uh, Bombay Beach is the same. It's just everyone I spoke to yesterday had fish. So uh, it's just the, coming on to that time of the year where we start getting pretty busy, mate. So I, I think anywhere you go today, you're going to get a feed. Most common bait they've been using been the um, prawn in close and the... Out on uh, 67, they've been using um, little slimies. So, uh, slimies, sorry. So there's plenty of them around too to get rid of the feet. They're a bit closer in slimies. If you want them, you might have to catch them and then go out to 60 and get some good fish. But, um, yeah, it's all good down here, mate. Even the weather conditions, like, wow, it's insane. It's, uh, what is it today? 12.1 degrees. Goodness. It'll be no even better in a couple I'm of weeks. A, no wonder I'm in a lather of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I I could have fixed that. You could have just come across uh, Wakers Park with me on my motorbike today. You would have uh, you would have got rid of that sweat pretty quickly. It was cold. I I, I used to love riding my bike, you know, and I look back on it now and think I wouldn't get that out of the shed across the road. <laughs> <laughs> We are gluttons for punishment. Yeah, well, we used to wear our jackets back the front in the winter because they were warmer. <laughs> yeah. Just lucky no one had an accident. The ambulance went to break your neck trying to straighten it. <laughs> but uh, it, it's just pleasant down here at the moment. You know, um, the days are quite nice. It does get cold pretty quick in the, in the evening once that sun hits the mountain it gets a quite uh, a nip to it. But uh, yeah, if you if you go on fishing, you're going to get fished. That's simple. Uh, prawns, slimies, all the usual stuff. 
and and it's just a great time of year. This, I, I think, it's better in the summer as you're going into the summer. It uh, just seems to be so much better. Um, there's more fish about. The oceans are usually settled down like they have done. So it's all go, mate. All go. Sounds good, Roscoe. Oh, mate, it does. It, uh, I, w- I wish I was still uh, working, you know? Yeah. Days like the day, and then I'll get a shock, and I'll say, gee, I'm glad I'm retired. Yeah, so, see, uh, ne- next week it'll probably blow uh, 35 nights, and you'll be going, thank goodness I'm not working time, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. I say that when we get a blow, and I don't have to go down the harbour at 3 o'clock or 2 o'clock or 1 o'clock in yeah, the morning. Yeah, true that. Try and stop your boat bashing itself to pieces. Yeah. 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 Thanks for your time, well, Roscoe. Yeah. You have a good one. No worries, guys. Have a great week, and I'll speak to you next weekend, and hopefully there'll be a bit more uh, outside work going on. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Roscoe. Okay, I don't know. I, I prefer I prefer the summer when it's 35 degrees. I, I can live with the 35. I'm quite comfortable in that. Mm-hmm. Quite comfortable. Turn the air conditioning on. Yeah. Yes. Quite easy. Okay, report from Luke Austin. Great Lakes tackle. Foster Tun Curry. So the beautiful Great Lakes have been amazing lately with most days consisting of clear skies, light winds and unseasonably warm temperatures. The daytime temps up in the mid-20s. It's a beautiful time of year to get out and about and enjoy the outdoors. So get out there and make the most of it. That sounds about right, doesn't it? Not a, not a great deal has changed over the past couple of weeks within the estuaries up there. We're still seeing plenty of action on the Lutterick front particularly along the southern rock wall and near the bridge. The fish seem to be feeding best towards the end of the run-out and for the very start of the run-in tide, and they're taking both weed and artificial baits. Flathead are always about these days. They are truly a year-round option. While the better quality eating size fish are still mainly being caught up in the system, like well up in the system, try around Coomba Park or up one of the tributaries that run into Wallace Lake, there's been a noticeable increase in the number of small fish starting to congregate throughout the lower sections of the estuary. That's east of Wallace Island. This is fairly typical for this time of the year, with September often proving to be very frustrating for anglers as they have to land up to 20 fish to find one or two legal-sized ones. This time of year is a really good time for you to start thinking about getting up into the shallow stuff and attempt to track down the trophy-sized fish. Fishing larger profile lures is also a great way to get around uh, smaller fish. Brim are slowly spreading back out now as they move in for their winter spawning routine. This is great news for those anglers that like to fish the weed beds and the sand flats. And we've seen some great bags coming from the shallows to the south of Wallace Island over the last week. Land-based fishers have also continued to get amongst some solid fish along the rock walls and around the bridge, particularly those lightly weighted baits of an evening. Beaches continue to produce some great tailor and salmon action. While the numbers have thinned out a little, uh, there's still some cracking fish getting about. As is often the case, the more successful anglers are fishing early and late in the day, with the fish often only firing up right on or just after dark. There's a few solid brim uh, still sitting the gutters, but you'll probably need to use worms or pippies to avoid uh, getting bitten off by the tailor. It shouldn't be too long before we see all the first run of whiting and dart, so bring on summer. Anglers hitting the stones over the last couple of weeks have been uh, faring okay considering the distinct lack of swell and sanded up holes. With a bit of burley, 
the little wash that's been existing has produced some great drummer and brim, along with the odd snapper. Casting lures about is definitely not a waste of time. You'll also certainly uh, run into some quality tail and may even snag a late-season pelagic or kingfish. The offshore scene has been relatively consistent of late, with most boats finding more than enough fish for a feed. The shallow snapper grounds are holding some really good fish, but the calm seas and clear waters make it a little tricky to fool them. Fishing light periods um, is an absolute must and you really need to be as stealthy as you can when you're moving or travelling around in the shallows. For those of us with a lack of ability to, uh, A, fish the darker periods, B, move about this stealthily, that's us, the best option is to still go out to the deeper reefs, 40 metres plus, where there's been plenty of good reds, big trag and the odd pearl perch. Heading deeper again has delivered for a few boats with uh, the deep stuff with bags consisting of kingfish, pearl perch, snapper and bar cod coming from the 115 to 200 metre grounds. So he's saying today's looking unreal, so uh, there's really no excuse to get out there and enjoy. That's Luke Austin, Great Lakes Tackle at Tuncurry. Question without notice, getting closer to the summer months and obviously getting closer to the start of the uh, boating season, I would assume... And, and this is a guess, that at this time of year, from a Blake's Marine point of view, services would be getting, well, spots available for services would be yeah, getting... Yeah, it's not too bad yet. It's starting to get busier. The, the phone's starting to ring a lot more type thing. People are starting to think. It traditionally happens around grand final time. Oh, Once really? the grand final finishes and Bathurst over, I thought, what are we going to do now? Oh, no football, no Bathurst, let's go boating. And, and what would be the, the delay to... To get in, it can get up to a couple of weeks, then two to three weeks, and mm. gets worse around Christmas. So get in early and get it serviced now. You've got no problems. Because I, I know that the uh, slipping times um, are yes. starting to stretch out now as people go, yeah. Oh, that's right. I don't need to anti foul my boat. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And you normally get a phone call a week before Christmas. I'm going on holidays on uh, Friday. I need to get a boat serviced. Yeah, you and everyone else. And they've been booked in for four weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I need to get it done. <laughs> what do I tell the person who booked in four weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, we, we've got a bloke that's just jumped the queue here. You, you'll be fine. Yeah, you right. know what they could do, though? Yes. They could just chuck the other boat away and go and get themselves a brand new Stacer. Yeah, 499 Crossfire. We've got a special on for high tide this weekend. One only. I don't know if it's sold yesterday or not. I didn't check. <laughs> Let's assume it's still there. It's got a 90 horsepower Suzuki on it, all rigged up with all the gear. It's got fish finders, GPS, radios, biminis. It's even got bow cushions and LED lights, Grant. It's even got a trailer to Reggio's and safety. <laughs> it's for. Fifty thousand nine hundred and ninety, <laughs> but for a high tide list, if you go in, that'll be tomorrow. Now, give us a call or, or put a website inquiry. So I'll take that boat. You can have it for forty nine nine ninety. Yeah, so it's a thousand dollars saving. Or you can have the boat for ten dollars, but the uh, dung plug will cost you forty nine. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mind either there way. Go. It all works. <laughs> Buy the bow cushions, get a free boat. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so it's worth having a good Stacey. Stacey dot com dot au or go to blakesmarine dot com dot au. That boat is listed on there, but it's at fifty thousand nine hundred and ninety. And and a ninety horsepower—that's plenty of mumbo it's maximum for a boat horsepower. that size. Maximum yeah. Horsepower. But look, the crossover boat. The kids want to ski or tube, and the family want to go out. The kids only get bigger; they don't get smaller. Yeah, it's and the family fun boat. We say the boat is the glue that holds the family together. Because if you've got the boat, the kids want to bring their friends along. Yeah. They want to come out with you in the boat. Yeah. And, so. and it's great. When you've got a boat like that, you can say, I'm buying it for the family and go fishing instead. Yes. 
That's why there's a lot of people buying bear rider bar crushes now. It's <laughs> <laughs> true story. <laughs> well, for the family, so they, oh, well, you can't come out today. No, no, I'm going well, they fishing. Do. The, 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 um, the wives want a, a boat that's friendly to the family type yeah. of thing, and the husband wants a fishing boat. So, uh, yep, let's get a bear rider. Come in with this bar crusher. And smart play by them, too, to have a boat that's, uh, that's versatile enough that can do both well, comfortable and ski, comfortably. fish, family, whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah, it works out very well. We'll take a break on the other side of this. We're going to catch up with Bobby. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If all those people were just a little bit less greedy, how much better off would we be? Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio, John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. Right, okay. I just thought I'd give you something to think about. Okay, well, it has. It's uh, got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them. Afternoons with Brent Bolsitude. What he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. Happy? I know, I'm just saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkey. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SM has Sydney talking. If you're looking for value for money on all homewares, then check out the incredible savings at Peters of Kensington. You'll get more bang for your buck on cookware, small electrical, dinnerware and tabletop items, kitchenware, Manchester, luggage and more. All the top brands are at Peters. Scanpan Cookware, Rydell Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware, Stanley Rogers Cutlery and Sheridan Towels. Visit their flagship store at 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, open seven days a week, or shop online, petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else? Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Trying to get to footy training on time. Leaving early to avoid peak hour traffic. Grabbing those last minute ingredients for tonight's dinner. Do it safely and with confidence on Maxxis tyres. Designed and built for delivering performance when you want it and safety when you need it. Maxxis tyres deliver great value without compromising on safety. Maxxis tyres. Find out more today at maxxistires.com.au. That's M-A-X-X-I-S. Maxxistires.com.au. Hi, Timmy Manor here. Have you received an electricity or gas price increase? Or you're worried about the rising energy costs? Give Red Energy a call. Their Aussie-based team will give you a no-obligation energy bill comparison. And you might be surprised what they have to offer. Plus, Red Energy is owned by Snowy Hydro, a leader in renewable energy. Give 100% Australian-owned Red Energy a call today on 131 806 or visit redenergy.com.au. Eligibility criteria and conditions apply. 2SM. Sydney's Talking. 2SM. 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go 
Fishing down the river again. 16 minutes away from 5 o'clock. And just before we go to Bobby Dean, we should uh, see if they've updated the uh, forecast from the Bureau of Guestimations. They, they have. They say Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay were going to look this way westerly. Below 10 knots becoming northeasterly 10 to 15 knots. Still not enough wind, though. They haven't given me enough. Sook. Yeah, that's me. Um, yeah, and then in the afternoon, becoming northerly below 10 knots. You know, Bobby's going to have a sledge at me. You can see this. But hang coming, on, they've got 10 you? to 15 knots, but the coastal forecast mm. is north to north easterly about 10 knots, sea below one metre, mm-hmm. swells southerly around one metre, partly cloudy. Yeah, I need more than 10. Why? Well, it's got to, you know, wind it up. No. I'm, I'm getting the rigging replaced. It doesn't matter if it breaks. G'day, Bobby Dean. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, mate. I'm fine. Just go out and hang around that wind farms. There should be plenty of wind out there. Oh. <laughs> you farm a... something that's got to produce something. As something I said yesterday, nice they should put the wind farm over the top of the white building in Canberra. Well, actually, actually, there's a, there's a great uh, sap uh, flagpole there. Yes. It just be strong enough. It's yeah, made out it. of 50 mil sap. <laughs> that's why I don't rush Yes. Yeah. But um, look, mate, you know, where's the environmental impact statement? No matter what you do, any development has to have one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'll come with it, don't worry. But it's still in the planning stage at the moment anyway. Yeah. you got to wait, right. so. Yeah. Yeah. How do you make big companies small? How do you do that? Put the Labor Party in charge of it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, my personal opinion is economic and environmental terrorists. But, uh, well, yeah. but the people you have know, voted they, for They've got a, a history, so... Um, yeah, but the people have anyway, voted for look, Bobby. There's a few fish around, mate. Good. In the freshwater side of things. My nephew's up at Windermere at the moment, freezing. Mostly liberal fish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep no, going. You're thinking about liberated from the water. That's what, that's, that's what I meant. Sorry, I chose the wrong word. Yeah, well, close. No cigar, mate. But uh, no, he's up there freezing and uh, they great catch an ape cat. He's no goldens or silvers. Not that they put silvers in there for about 10 years. But um, being the odd good fish coming out over on, and there's no issue as a place to be.
they, uh, there's, there's too much feel-good politics involved here. It's just one of those things. And geez, you know, it's, it's just, uh, this time of year, spring, things are starting to warm up. It's yes. an absolute heat wave at Oberon at the moment, five degrees. <laughs> well, it depends on what site you looked on. When I looked, it was three. I just tell you, one point six at Crookwell. Yeah, looking on windy. Looking on windy. Janolan Caves four, Oberon five. It's telling me. Yeah, right. So I might have got an old temperature that I can't check fifteen minutes ago. But uh, yeah, I wish I had about three degrees at all. I'm with you there. <laughs> I just don't do the cold. I just go. I'll take the heat, but I just the cold does my head. In. Absolutely yeah, I great. love cold beer. <laughs> That's about it, mate. Yeah, we've chosen sports where you're going to get cold. Oh. No, it depends where you go fishing. Well, it does depend where you go fishing. If you fishing. go fishing up north, it doesn't get cold. Oh, well, you know. You'd be surprised, Blake. You like fish Darwin, Jason Barrow and that in, the, in Darwin Harbour in the streams we cop. A couple of storms, mate. You do get cold. Okay. Yeah, look, I, I do agree. I'm doing a Hobart race, and you expect in December it's going to be nice and warm, but when you're out in the, the wind and the weather and the waves for hours and hours on end, you tend to get very cold. That's why you wear thermals and foul, foul gear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, water and wind don't mix, mate, when you're wet with the water and wind's flowing yeah. on you. Yep. Yeah. Did you have booties? Yes. Yeah, but they only give you yeah, warm feet. Yeah, and had waterproof socks on as well. Yeah, yeah. But they generally with anyway. me, if my feet are warm, I'm usually pretty good after yeah. that. Well, mate, I spent up my last 10 years barefoot, so... <laughs> just, just ask Blakey. He saves he's, on shoes. He's nodding in the background. <laughs> <laughs> saves on shoes. Mate, that's right. I, I wear thongs most of the time. Yeah, you do. Red and green yeah, ones. Yeah, well, I've, I've been in there, mate. They've been sitting under your desk. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I got in trouble there because I had no shoes on. Yeah, that's Remember? Right. Yeah. When I first saw his thongs, I, and they were different colours, I said, what happened, mate? Did you lose one of your uh, thongs? He said, no, I found one. That's right. Yeah, but he buys two pair at a time. Mm. One red, one green. Yeah. Why not, silly? <laughs> <laughs> one for the odd days, one for the even days. Oh, I thought it was one for away games and one for home games. That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's either South Thongs or Port and Starboard Thongs. Port and Starboard. <laughs> Otherwise known as pretty good fly swaps. That's it. And my wife shakes her head because anywhere you go in the world, I'll be wearing my red and green thongs. People say, oh, you're a South supporter. <laughs> you're kidding. So it's a good conversation starter. <laughs> it is. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Yes. I went for a little drive yesterday and went down to Pitney Point and Lambert Bar and had a look around. Jeez, the river's clear. A few years ago, you would be there at this time of the morning fishing. I'd normally be there all night. Yeah. Or if, you know, when I was looking after mum. Yeah. The only time I could get out was fish night time. Yeah. Yeah, I'd stay at home, cook a dinner, put it in a bed and just go fishing and come home. Organise a breakfast. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you do catch a lot of fish, but people don't realise you spend a lot of hours, you know. Yeah. 
but can't like anywhere to see to that. You know, fresh bait. Yeah. And then, you know, it's coming up like a reporter, Greg Reed, yesterday talking about the prawns. Well, normally I found in the Georges, they don't really start running until it hits about 18 degrees. Yeah. And generally what time of year is that? Late next month. Late next month? Yeah. Um, I haven't checked what it is. I should ask him, mate, Reno, he was down there the other day, he'd know what it is. It's be starting to warm now, but, um, you know. And you, you start getting those prawns and that. And this year, because of the, the salinity is so high, the squid will come up the river. And generally, they're only small. You know, tube length might be only two to three inches, but I tell you, you catch one of them, normally, they're gone within 10 minutes, you're putting it on as a livey. Yeah. Well, it's, your hawksbury squid are one of the best baits around as well. Yeah, but you can go and buy some hawksbury squid and use them and get the odd fish. Yeah. You put but, one of them little ones in oh, yeah. on. That's right. Yeah, the fresh ones, yeah, live ones. Yeah, local too. Yeah, that's yeah. just the way it is. But sometimes they, they just gets amazing. You look and you might just make out the eyes or the shadow on the bottom. Uh, and then it's trying to work out, you know, the angle between you and where it is and then try to scoop it up. Yeah. But, you know, normally you're going to get 15 or 20 prawns. That's more than enough for night fishing. Yeah, it's true. Just on a long leader and side uh, walk hook pinned up. Yeah. First join up to the tail. So, so you just you just hook them through that first joint in front of the tail? Yeah, you got the tail section and the next joint. I, I normally put it up from the bottom, put a shank on the bottom. That way it works like a curl, keeps them upright. Yeah. Well, that's the theory anyway. Uh, a lot of people put it crossways. Well, it's entirely up to them. But oh, I find that works well for me. But it's amazing. Yeah. Some nights, the fish will just come and just take the head straight off the prawn and then leave it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I've had that happen many a times. So from then on, you'd go halfway up the prawn, push a hook in, come out around the prawn's mouth and a half inch around the tail. It generally sorts that problem out. Okay. Even though you do kill a prawn because it's super fresh and lasts about as long as the live one. Yeah. It's just yeah, one of those things. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Thank you for that, Bobby. No worries, Mr. Blake. You have a good week, and we shall talk to you next Saturday. Yeah, I'll go and chase up some green weed today. I want to go to the other harbour and chase a few blackfish during the week while it's quiet. Where will you fish at? Ah, uh, probably up around Gladesville. Yep. Yeah, there's a couple of spots there. Okay. Yeah, uh, you go down early in the morning. That way I can get a parking spot when yes. everybody goes to work. Yep. Okay. Um, been a while since I've been there. Thank you, Bobby, and good luck. All right, you guys. I'll catch you next weekend. Thanks, Bobby. Bobby Dean there. Hey, i got to tell you, there are uh, an enormous amount of jellyfish yes. in pit water. Yeah, they come and go seasonal. Yeah, I, I was chugging back up on Monday, and all of a sudden the note of my motor changed dramatically, and I turned chomp, around, chomp, what's chomp, wrong? Chomp, chomp. I thought, oh, I'm a murderer. Yeah. I've just murdered a poor jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> they are 
like in plague proportions. Actually, there. if you put them in a fish trap and put the fish trap down the bottom, leather jackets love them. Yeah, yeah, they do. They, I they? like. People don't like leather jackets. I love leather jackets. Leather jackets good for eating yeah, fish. I yeah. enjoy it. In, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit more finicky, but well, it's much easier to clean. Yeah, you don't have the scales. You, you don't have the scales, and it's fairly easy to pick the meat off the bones. Mm. So I don't mind them at all. Leather jackets and reasonably priced too. Absolutely. Got a big hour coming your way very shortly. We're going to catch up with Laurie McAnally, who's up in uh, the Tweed area. Yeah, he said he was coming back towards the Tweed this mm. week. So we'll find out what he's been up to as he as he returns from his dinosaur hunting trip. PJ will join us and we'll catch up with the complete angler as well. But right now it's time to head across to the news desk here at the Super Radio Network for the very latest in news. When we come back, we'll update the weather forecast details for you. If you're thinking of heading out today, the short answer is you should do it.